It is May 11th. This is Sports 845. I am Darren Kunis. On my, across from me, we'll go today, the uh, trying to become a legendary coach. On the uh, MIDI staff, Tom Giordano, fresh off a Class AA Section 9 title. Uh, to his left, our crack producer, Thomas Giordano. And sitting right next to me, my legendary, the legendary uh, New York State High School basketball coach coming off a par three, 13th hole at Lockmore, where Dick hit a knockdown driver, 138 yards. 141, I believe. 141 for his second career hole in one. Dick, tell first of all, start us there. You're on the 13th hole. You're playing with who? I'm playing with Ray Jarris, Eddie Rodorovic, and Tommy Barone. And uh, I'm third one up. Uh, no, actually, I'm leading, I'm leading off. First one up. Won the previous hole. Hit the ball. Hit the ball. Uh, it looked like going at the flag. Hit the green. We saw it roll. And then we didn't see it anymore, but we thought it went over the back. Okay? So we get up there. There were two balls on. Neither one were mine at that point. And I said, oh, shit. hell, I went long. And, it's, and Ray Jarrah says, look in the hole. And sure enough, there it was. So, and, and what did club did well, you here's this? the thing. Here's the thing. There's two workers sitting off to the left of the hole watching this. Oh, the story's getting so fuzzier. I'm, so I'm pulling up, and they're smiling at me, and they're clapping. I'm like, you know, then I thought maybe one of the balls on the green was mine. And uh, so I go and look in the hole, and they're still there. And I said, why didn't you tell me? Uh, and I forgot what they answered, but I said, why didn't you tell me? I said, get the hell over here. Take a picture of the four of us. And that's what they did. Hello, friends. Yes. Yes. It was a good day. Now, uh, what'd you shoot that day? Uh, 41, 39, 80. Shot eight. Wait, wait, you shot, this is on the 13th hole, the back nine where you shot 39. Right. The one, so hel eight, the one helps. Yeah. Eight <laughs> holes. You didn't exactly, you scrambled around a lot. It's yeah, very that's good. A, that's that's a, what did you hit though? It? I hit a 26-degree uh, rescue club. Oh, powered yeah. it up there. Yeah. Skull it? No, no. Smoothed it out. A thing of beauty. I had a beauty. On the 17th hole at Grossinger's, July 7, 2011, I had my first and, to this day, the only hole-in-one. Okay. And that was a 8-iron from 152. Okay. Yes. And... Uh, there are a lot of people yeah. into a breeze. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And uh, someone was standing in front of me, fighting me off, but I still got it. <laughs> it's a good thing it went in because I would have never made the putt. <laughs> Dick, there's a, uh, there was a birthday this past week, and you're the only one at this show that can give an educated answer on this or an opinion. <laughs> Tommy and I could look at the back of a baseball card and, you know, form our own opinion, but we never saw them, either one of these guys, play in their prime. Mantle or Mays? Oof. Okay. Well, one, no ifs allowed. No, but Can't you, tell no, me but you gotta healthy. see where I'm coming from. I was a Dodger fan in that era. Snyder, Mays, Mantle. <laughs> so I was gonna say, yeah. so you're a Snyder yeah, fan. Yeah, well, here, no, no. They were both both better than Snyder. Uh I, I would say Mays just because he was on the field every day. Mantle, really Mays, and you say that. I was, you know, I watched a bunch yeah. of stuff on yeah. him, and including Cal Ripken. Yeah. Willie Mays, the only person in the history of baseball to play 14 years and play in a, at least 150 games right. yeah. each year. Well, that's that's I would base it on that. Yeah. Mantle, 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 Mantle missed a lot of games. 
And of course, coming to find out what Mantle did to himself, and I can't imagine had he, you know, had he been a health nut at the time, what kind of. Uh, well, he always made that had. comment. If I knew yeah. I was going to live this yeah. long, yeah, I would have taken uh, better care of myself. Yeah, but Mays, Mays, because he was out there every day. And let me put it this way uh, Mantle, like DiMaggio, made things look routine. Well, Mays made them look amazing. You know, everything right. he did was with a flair. Willie Mays, um, and I'm watching this show on, I'm learning about him. And I met him. I met him at the Concord Hotel. I have a picture with him. And I always remembered him being very pleasant, very nice guy. But um, this 24-time All-Star, when he first got to the uh, New York Giants, he lived in Harlem, from Alabama, lived in Harlem. And kids would knock on his door. He would come out, play stickball with him, and then take the train or walk over to the polo grounds and play. Um, Mays is the oldest living Hall of Famer at 90 and the greatest living baseball player, they say. Um, and it's tough to argue that. How can you argue? You can't argue that. No. no I can tell you, right, the best baseball player I have ever seen in my life was Ken Griffey Jr., yeah, I'd have to agree. I thought if, if Griffey uh, Jr. Griffey Jr. stayed healthy, yeah, uh, he even his numbers. I, uh, right, his numbers are all numbers. We, did, we just didn't get to see him enough. That's a problem. You know, I mean, I, yeah. me personally, I always we've took Darren and I've had this conversation. Yeah. If Ken Griffey Jr. was to stay healthy, I I saw him 800, 850 home runs, yeah. and this is a guy that did it. You know. Before the steroid era, and then during, as he came, and then during the steroid he, era, he never. I mean, you could clearly yeah, see yeah. that the body's his body never changed. No, you know, he he gained what maybe ten pounds. And we're talking about a guy six hundred and thirty home runs, and he yeah. had all the tools. I mean, he had all of the tools, and they, like I said, we just didn't see him enough here on the East Coast. You know, right. that was the problem. And I'll tell you, the greatest hitter I've ever seen. And I think if he, you say the word if, if the guy I'm going to say. Played his entire career in the United States. Pete Rose may be second in the all-time hit list. Is Ichiro? Ichiro yeah, could I mean, be the best pure hitter. What I've does ever he seen. have? Like he has like forty-seven hundred hits or something ridiculous. When combined, you combine, yeah. yeah, yeah. But he played in the he played in the United States not that long. I mean, and he had three thousand hits. Yeah. Oh, no, he played. He had a long career. Well, he had to play he, close. He to was here longer yeah, than he I thought. A, he had a he long was career. here, but he, he he really did nothing his last five years. But he had a long career. He had thirty one hundred hits. Yeah. But look at this. Look at just let me read you this. This is his first twelve seasons in in Major League Baseball. Listen to this, Tommy. His rookie year, he had two hundred and forty two hits. The following year, two hundred eight, two twelve, two sixty two, two hundred six, two twenty four. 238, 213, 225, 214, 200. That's how he started here. Yeah, I was going to say to you, he had what was the streak of 200? Yeah. 200 hit seasons that he had at the beginning of the year. Was it nine or 10? 10. Yeah, so his he first was, 10 years, he had, he was, yeah, he had 2,400 hits. Yeah, he had 2,400 hits in 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and he's a hell of an outfielder, too. He had a great arm. Yeah. And he also could have hit, it looked like he could have hit, he could have won a home run derby, too. He just decided he'd rather hit line drives. Yeah. yeah. Spread the ball all over the yard. Yeah, you know, it's funny. We're talking about baseball because I want to get to it. In our lifetimes now, the best, the most powerful right-handed hitter you've ever seen? Probably Mike Trout. I would think it's Mike Trout, but I'd also have to put Pujols in that category. I'm going to give you one more that I think you have to include in this. And I agree with your first well, two. Well, you're going to have to put the from St. Louis. Uh, That's who he just gave you, Pujols. Pujols? No, no. 
I'm going to give you Mike. I would put Dave Winfield possibly. What about Mike Piazza? Mike Piazza. Mike Schmidt. Piazza, though, he would hit a ball over the shortstop, and it would bounce off the wall. I'm talking about power hitting. Especially to right center field, Piazza had tremendous opposite field power. Well, how about Gene yeah, but no, I, I can't put him anywhere in that. I conversation mean, Trout right is now. there. You see, you watch Trout swing the bat. He's right there. Piazza's got to be in that conversation. Um, yeah, and Pujols, that's another really strong guy. But yeah, I would agree with you. Frank Thomas. Thomas. Frank Thomas too. Now Pujols was just waived. You know, designated yeah. for assignment yeah. by the Angels. Uh, they, I don't know if they got their money's worth when we talk about how much money it is. But Pujols wasn't bad when he went to Anaheim. He only made one All Star team. Okay, but he—I mean, he—he he gave you. He underachieved. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, compared to, to Albert Pujols, they went to the playoffs once, right. and he made one All-Star team. Well, but then you can say the same thing about was, Mike Trout, right? From what he was in in St. Louis, yeah. But he's still—I mean, if you ask guys, sign me up for that career. That if you just take the from when he part. got no, to no, Anaheim, no, 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 I'm just saying, he's but a pretty Mike, good baseball. You know, he, he as a on a, as a personal thing. He didn't not a lot for the Angels no, in terms no, of no. Uh, improving the team or you know that his, kind of right. thing. his numbers and when he retires and you look back at him you're gonna you could have you know twenty years from now kids are gonna look at the back of his card and say this guy had to be one of the greatest that ever played the game. Yeah, yeah, yes, I mean, he yeah, was one of yeah, the greatest ever. Yeah. But it's good to see because you're getting back to the norm and this is where Barry Bonds the argument comes in. Miguel Cabrera, Albert Pujols, their careers are where they Ken Griffey Jr. where they should be. They're winding down. It's over. Whereas Bonds escalated. He did. I mean, I think, and that's where people, that's where the argument, the steroid argument comes in. I think what happened with Bonds, it, he didn't all of a sudden find find this great, you know, prowess on the baseball he went field. From it. He was already there. He was just able to extend his, his prime another five or six but years. But the prime. With the steroids. What, what I'm saying is, Barry Bonds was one of the greatest baseball players that ever lived. Absolutely. And then when he started taking steroids, he became an immortal. Absolutely. He put up I mean, numbers. Well, immortal. Were... He put himself. He became Zeus. If you were talking about yeah. all the guys, he became Zeus, yeah. right? And I think, I, and I've had this argument with people. In my mind, if you take, because I know as a player, right, at 22 years old, at 25 years old, I was a much better player physically, but at 37. The game really slowed down for me, and but my body couldn't do what I was doing at 25. No, nor and could it. Bonds was able to at 37 to 40. He was able to. He was seeing pitches like they were talking about on the outside corner within a fraction of an inch. He would take pitches that normally most guys would swing at. They were borderline strikes. He was able to discern that much earlier because his brain was functioning at such a high level, and now the body was keeping up with it. You say Maguire could, was doing the same thing? I think no, Maguire, no, because Maguire didn't extend that far. Maguire yeah. just – Maguire got caught and stopped. He got – yeah, and, and Maguire just juiced up that, you know, yeah, that couple I mean, years, and he, he, he was, was just a pure power yeah, hitter. Bonds got caught and didn't stop. Right, but what I'm yeah. saying, though, yeah. I think what we're both trying to say is yeah. Barry Bonds you can compare to Willie Mays and Mickey Mays. Oh, absolutely. Whereas guys like Mark Maguire you can't compare – you can compare him to Dave Kingman and Willie Stark. Right. Right. No, no, no. Dave Kingman and yeah, not uh, yeah, Willie Stark is a much better. Yeah, um, uh, Adam Dunn, just a power hitter. Right. Bonds was one of the greatest we've ever Bonds seen. Bonds was the best player in baseball, Bonds. and I think this is where everyone forgets he was the best player in baseball. One of them. when 
at the time, no, at the time, Griffey Jr. played it that when, way. Yeah, and, but Griffey was hurt a lot. So let's see, even in the National League, he was the best player in the National League, right? Mm-hmm. Hands down. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, these guys start taking steroids and they're hitting, you're the best player and you're hitting 37, 39, 41. And all of a sudden, all these guys that barely hit 15 are hitting 50. Mm-hmm. The, and, game, the game has changed so much right now, baseball. And I don't know if it's for the better or the worse, but I'm going to give you a guy that, we also saw play his entire career, and so did you, um, obviously. Rod Carew well, wouldn't have much, wouldn't have the value today that he had when he played. Pete Rose wouldn't have the value today. Look yeah, because everyone's in love with the long ball. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you a good example of that is you got a guy out in Kansas City, Whit Merrifield, who will never get paid like a G, like a Giancarlo Stanton. Right. Because the game, they, the fans don't love the singles. Boggs, Boggs in that situation. Boggs, yeah, Boggs. probably. Tony Gwynn. Yeah. yeah. You know, like you're talking about, you're t- again, the game rules does, of the game. Yeah, they, the, MLB doesn't have room for a guy who's going to get you 200 singles. Right. Ichiro, if he – but he could – Ichiro could hit for power. He could, yeah, he he could, could. have turned up. But the way he played the game 10 years ago doesn't translate into no. today's game. It's not – he doesn't have the value. Sure, you'd love him on your team as a leadoff guy, but he he's not going to be your first pick. No. Uh, it is May 11th. We will be right back, and we'll talk more baseball. This is Sports 845. We will talk plenty of Nick basketball in a little bit and NBA. You know, watching Jacob DeGrom pitch. You remember when we got done playing and you and I played some baseball after high school? And you'd have a guy roll up to the field, and you took him on your team, and you found out the guy pitched in single-A baseball. He was the most dominant guy there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In, a, in any Babe Ruth league or any adult baseball league, a guy who pitched in Class A, you'd be like, wow, this guy's amazing. And you couldn't touch him. Imagine – and the guy never played in the major leagues. Imagine what major league baseball players, the greatest of the greats, because the worst hitter in major league baseball is much better than any hitter we've seen. Right, right. And DeGrom is out there making them look silly. Oh, his he's his stuff. Is he is three and right two now. with a zero point six eight ERA. He is unbelievable. And just take for example the other day the, when he came out of the game. He loads the bases, gets a double play and a strikeout, and allows one run to score on, on a double play. It seems like when he's in a pressure situation, he becomes Jacob Degrom plus. He takes another level. He's, yeah, he's unbelievable. Yeah, he's this got guy. something else, and he's there. also like yeah. seven for eighteen at yeah. the plate this yeah. year. Yeah, he's he's the best. He's guys. got he's got something in, in that God gave him, and yeah. and, and that's why like I've yeah. talked about it, like it's hard to compare. But yeah. those are Sandy Koufax type numbers. Yes, in that stretch where Koufax was the most dominant player the game's ever seen. And what I find right? from the pitching standpoint, when I find from a just looking at it from a, a coaching standpoint. His poise is just off the damn charts. I mean, nothing seems to affect that. And, and that's what it. people said about yeah. Koufax, yeah, right? right? Exactly. So like that that demeanor was right. just very yeah. even yeah. keeled, straight yeah. across the board. At, nothing at, at, the same, at the same time, Koufax, there was uh, uh, from St. Louis, Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson, and had a whole a, another great picture, but a whole different demeanor. Right. He had fire coming out of his eyes. And, and Don Drysdale. Grimes going to get a hundred wins. Probably. In his career, maybe a few more. He'll have a little more, I think. Let's say he gets one ten. Guys going to be one fifty, but it doesn't matter. He's a, he, he's a Hall of Famer. Is he not a Hall of Famer right now? 
He's got two Cy Youngs. How many years has he been in the biz? Yeah. 2014. So he's yeah. This is eighth season. Yeah. I think he needs two more. So if he gets to ten, kind of like that Kirby Puckett deal, his life, and something would happen to end his career. His lifetime his, ERA is two point five. Yeah, his he was well, the most dominant no, player of his time. No, in three years, he's dominated the damn sport, and he's a Hall of Famer right now, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and obviously I'm a Met fan, and I'm prejudiced toward that, but well, let's amazing. Now let me ask you, uh, you guys, both the question. We talk, we're talking baseball. The Mets. Are 16 and 13. They're in first place in the NL East in a very young early season here. Was it a rat or a raccoon? Uh, I don't know. It could have been a bear the way the story was going. Lindor better all the time. Lindor got an Oscar. Yes. Um that you know, I think that's actually good for a team at some point. It apparently woke the Mets up. Yeah. That or it's the Diamondback. That you know they fired their uh, batting instructor, the Mets as well. But it looked like it lit a fire under the team, and Lindor seems to be coming out of his. But, but here's the yeah. power of the media, because of Lindor, who he is. They asked him. They still haven't asked McNeil about the damn. Have you heard a word from McNeil, McNeil about it? McNeil probably doesn't know the story. It, yeah, it's a it's, it's, right. It's, it's, it's what's ring the bell. Right. Lindor rings the bell. McNeil does it. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you this, Lindor, with all his struggles, and you mentioned it last week, smile on his face, yeah. playing good defense. Yeah. Consummate professional, consummate yeah. teammate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the guy you want to – I know as a player when I was playing, it's the, it's the guy you want to be having your exactly. success. Jeff McNeil starting to uh, bother me a little bit. Me too. Which Diane is really mad at him. She was his favorite. <laughs> but yeah. not – I mean, Jeff McNeil, and he has very high expectations for himself, which is great. But it seems like whenever there's a cold strike or whenever he makes an out, we have the Paul O'Neill behavior in the dugout right. with the slamming of the helmet and all of this stuff. Yeah. You know, O'Neill earned it. Right. McNeil had a good year. And I think he'll have another good yeah. two or three years, or I hope he does. Yeah, me too. But it's starting to bother me a little bit. Like, Well, he's a fiery guy. Yeah, right, but to start with, And then you have Lindor now on your team. Who is the complete opposite of the spectrum, right. and he's the big name. Right. So you can't be that guy. Like, so right. if you're gonna find your niche, yeah. McNeil kind of he sees he moved he gravitated to the other side of the spectrum. Yeah. I have a feeling they were probably arguing about um, the way Lindor took took it to the bag himself, and McNeil was like stuck there on an island, you know. Well, he's the shortstop. Uh, yeah, he's the shortstop. He, well, that's the play. That was the play. The play was where McNeil started for the ball. Lindor got it and had a throw over top of him. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The guy was saying. He wouldn't yeah. take it to the bag. It was a throw. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but that's the play I'm talking yeah, about okay, okay. Yeah. when he cut in front of yeah. him. If Lindor wants the ball, he's the shortstop. Exactly. He gets the ball. exactly. If your center fielder wants the ball, he takes that's the ball. Right. That's right. Strowman has pitched well. The uh, Tawan Walker has been – very good. He lights out the last couple of uh, They get Carrasco eventually. They get Syndergaard back. Well, Carrasco, I think they just extended his uh, yeah, but it's his retro, time so on we'll the see. DL. Yeah, I hope he's not Jed Lowry me. Jed, by the way, Jed Lowry <laughs> has 22 RBIs this year, for, and Pete Alonso leads the Mets with 14. Just so you know, I was right. Jed Lowry is a good player. He just didn't play. Uh, anything else on the Mets? I, I, I think – Right now, the, considering their start, it was very tempted. The pitching, you know, from the top end, you got really good pitching. The bullpen's been a little erratic to be 16 and 13 in the first place. 
with yeah, their two free agents, you know, and Lindor showing signs of coming out of it and has the pedigree. Yeah. James McCann has been god awful. He's been awful. Point, if it, but it's being covered up. Right. And if those two guys find their way, you know, you could watch the Mets really take off. No and, one's hitting on this team. No. And, and I mean, you, and you've got some legitimate, legitimate hitters. It's a legitimate lineup. If they start gelling, yeah. then at least better watch out. They could yeah. run away with it. Peterson's had one bad inning in all his outings. The other night he imploded. I think the umpire and got four there. comes back. Yeah, he lost I his mean, jeez, he lost his point. He's coming sooner than people think. Yeah. Talking about coming back, uh, not tonight, tomorrow night, the dark night. Matt Harvey faces the Mets for the first right. time in City right. Field. He's actually yeah. thrown fairly decent. This Three and two yeah. record. Yeah. Three point yeah. something ERA. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's the kind of stuff. Well, I think the expectations were very high before the injuries, right? So. Oh, before the injuries. Before the injuries, he was phenomenal. He had a Mark Pryor. Yeah, and, yeah he, had, he had a very high ceiling. But he had some really serious injuries. Very. And um, on and the way back, back. back, and yeah, and then on the way back, like, you know, there's no there's no wiggle room in New York. And I think he felt he still had to be that guy. It, no, the problem was he thought he was that guy. Yeah, and this he is wasn't. Right. Yes, he could have been. But and he he, if he could have settled yeah. into being a number four on a rotation yeah. somewhere, could you imagine Harvey – as the four or five on this med rotation? Yeah. Whew. Well, what I'm saying. Well, uh, I don't know yet. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to yet. I'll take 10 wins from him. Yeah, but I don't know if he gets to 10 wins. Yeah. I mean, that thoracic. Uh, it's that's bad. Yeah. That's the worst. That he's even pitching at the yeah. level he's pitching at right yeah. now. Yeah, guys. Has, the guy's a bulldog. Makes yeah. Tommy John look like nothing. And, and that's what I loved about him is he wanted the ball every, sing, every fifth day. No ifs, ands, or buts. And he was going to go out there and he was going to grind for you. Didn't always work out the way he wanted to, but. That guy was going to give you effort every fifth day. Jonathan Villar looks like he could, you know, um, J.D. Davis, his defense, and now he's hurt. And Villar has done pretty well at third base. That could be a battle coming back. Well, that's what the Mets have done. and I didn't see it early on, but they're more experienced on their bench players than they've ever been. In other words, they can go to bench players now sure. and get Bal- some good innings out of these guys. Villar, Pilar. Pilar and, uh, um, I still think the Mets make a move. Chris Bryant? Yeah, I think they're going to get a third baseman at some point. Do you? Yeah, they're good. They're by Bryant's the been very break, good. I think. I think you'll see it by the All Star break. They won't even got to see if the, uh, you know, the Cubs, the Cubs are are, 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 are sellers or buyers. The Cubs are seventeen and seventeen. Mm-hmm. So, but they're, and they're and they're seven games out. Of, well, three and a half. Yeah. You got to see. They're five games out. Yeah. yeah, but Milwaukee's struggling. Milwaukee's struggling now. They were doing well. Yeah, the cards are, are starting to pull away like, a little yeah. bit. Cards are starting to, p- to play well. What's the story of Joey Votto? He's hurt. Broke his broke his broke his thumb. Broke right? a thumb. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Votto's hurt. Let's go to the Bronx. You know the Yankees have shown signs, and you know they're going to hit at some point. Um, Stanton has carried him the last two weeks. Yeah, and Judge has been up Judge has been awful. Yeah, awful. But the days. key to the Yankees has been. Has to be Kluber and Talion. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you can get those guys, those are question marks. Their staff is not that good. You got Cole. He's he's solid. Yeah, he's one of the best in the game. One of the best in the game. But after that, you know, you got to. Yeah, there was a lot of fighting in a box. Jermon's been better lately. Jermon had a good start his last time out. Yeah, he he's did. been better lately. No, he did. Kluber was struggling, and I think yeah. he's found himself a little bit. Talion had a pretty, yeah. pretty good last outing. You're, you're the Steinbrenner family. You're Brian Cashman. What are you giving Aaron Judge? 
Are you? I mean, it, the jury still has to be out on him. Okay. He looks is so lost. Is this the last year of his contract? Next year, I believe Next he year. becomes okay. a free agent. All right. I mean, you did build the judges' chamber up there, so they clearly love him. You know, here's the um, thing: it's he's still the face of the team, though. Yeah, yeah. and he gets an unbelievable pass because he is a homegrown yeah. talent. But Stanton, in the last three years, has been better than yes. Judge. They both miss a lot of games, but if the Yankees don't win, it's always going to be Stanton's fault. Oh, yeah. right. Judge could strike out 19 straight yeah. times, and yeah. they still are cheering. Here yeah. comes the Judge. Yeah. I mean, he gets a real free pass yeah. there. And I think right. Frazier, we found that I think Frazier's more of a, a – a bench player coming you, off. Then so far, regular. You're right. No, I, was, I, I don't know. So if I'm far, right. but so I, I far, I don't know if I'm right. Yeah, I don't know if I'm and right. Don't, don't forget, yeah. Frazier's 27. We're not talking about a 19 year old kid. Anymore. No, right. yeah, yeah, but, he's uh, getting up to you know 27 in baseball years. Yeah. You right now should be the the prime of your career. Yeah. Like you should have figured it out by yeah. now. Can we give him another year or two? Yeah, but yeah, at 27, that's when most guys are starting to. Really be on that incline into yeah. their peak, and you know where they're gonna. They're really gonna cap out up for what a day. Yeah, send them back. Yeah, ju- with Judge, uh, the Dodgers. I don't know if I can go, offer them that much. We'll go to the Dodgers in the National League West because the Dodgers started off and won fourteen of seventeen, yeah. and then lost fourteen of seventeen. Yeah, yeah Bauer's bitching already. Bauer's bitching, but Bauer's been great. Oh no, he's imagine been very him good. if he chose he's the Mets. Very good. He's been very Bauer good. has been. I think that's right. right. Bauer's bitching in his own mind yeah. because. Yeah. If he chose the Mets, he, yeah. could see, he sees where the Mets probably but, would be. But the Dodgers, once they get healthy again, will straight. I, I could agree I, more. I talent, 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 way yeah. too much. Yeah. Talent usually Rises, wins yeah. out yeah. In, uh, right. over the long haul on a right. major league yeah. baseball roster. Sure. Dodgers are to me are still yeah. the prohibitive favorite. Red Sox are playing good ball. Just solid baseball. Nothing, nothing fancy. Good hitters on that team. Yeah. They put the ball in play. They play defense. Devers and, is one of the best young players in the game. Yeah, absolutely. They have a lot of good hitters. They, when yeah. they came in to play the Mets, that lineup was – and even – you could see DeGrom had, that was holding that ball a little bit tight after setting that thing in. Yeah, dude, that was – you've got to go one through nine in that lineup. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. I'll tell you this. The trade deadline, the all-star, the all-star break and the trade deadline, the, the name you're going to hear – is if the Red Sox get this guy or if the Yankees get this guy, this guy's Max Scherzer. That's the guy that's out there that, that will be out there. Yeah, so he's going to be – that's going to be the big-name pitcher. Mm-hmm. Can move. If the Nationals are out of it. Yes, I think yeah. – but I'm saying I think yeah. they will be. Okay. Yeah, and, and there's basically zero to no chance that they'll let them – they'll move mm-hmm. him to the Mets. No. So just mm-hmm. not going to happen. They're not going to move him in division. No. But the Yankees could make a run at him. The Dodgers obviously always – and the Red Sox, because the Red Sox didn't expect to be around. Right. And if they are. I wouldn't be shocked if the Dodgers scoop him up, too. They, it seems like, you know, the same thing with the Lakers. They could they yeah. could sign whoever they want. Okay. We, yeah, we want him. We'll take him. What do you want? You've, you've had four no-hitters this year already. Crazy. And that's not counting Bumgarner's seven anyone. But four no-hitters is quite a bit. And we'll get to see. I think John Means – Pitches tonight to, to, against no, the to, uh, tonight tomorrow. or tomorrow. No, he night. goes tonight. Yeah, he goes right. tonight. He's yeah. pitching tonight against the Mets. He's not only he threw a no hitter, but it, he's three and zero with a very good ERA yeah. or four and zero. When was the last time someone went back to back? Johnny Vandermeer. Johnny Vandermeer yeah. doesn't happen often. No, it's only happened. Happen Cincinnati, Cincinnati Reds. Reds. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's always an opportunity. <laughs> Every time there's a no hitter, there's a second. Right, that's what I'm saying. Here's one tonight. And you know, back to the Lindor thing. Lindor came out of it, hit a home run. He and you know he. Already has passed Bartolo Colon on the all-time net home run. 
They keep showing that Bartolo Cologne thing, and I still get hysterical. You know who he hit that home run off? Yeah. Uh, big game James uh, Shields. Big game James. Big game James. Yelich is coming off the DL. Oh, I'm sorry. The uh, I, IL. I, I, we can't. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. We have to be politically correct, even in even in baseball. And the Brewers were playing really well without him. They have great pitching. pitching. They're 19 and 16. When you got pitching, you're in it. You got If you got pitching, you're in it. I, I, I think, yeah, pitching, absolutely. Yeah. I think the big difference this season for me, like looking across the entire league, is there's a lot of teams. Striking out. <laughs> right around that, right around the 500 mark, a few games above, a few games below. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of teams blowing the doors but, off it, and there's not a whole lot of teams crapping the bed. To make your point, this is the longest Major League Baseball has gone to open a season at this date without a team with a 600 winning percentage. No yeah. one's, no one is. So no one's at 600. Usually you see a 19 and 16. And, yeah, and, and then there. usually you have someone that's 6 and 19. Well, yeah. look at the right? surprises. We don't have either one of those. San Francisco's leading the West. Mm-hmm. Who figured that? Right. Nobody figured no. that. That was no. supposed to be San Diego and L.A. at this point. At this point. Uh, Boston is up. Boston was supposed to have been gone. Mm-hmm. Tampa, right? Tampa Bay lost all their pitching. Where are they at first? Is Tampa Bay winning? Uh, the no, yeah, uh, they're nineteen and seventeen. 19, they're two and a half right out. there. All right, okay. Well, they were top for a little while, but then yeah, the Red Sox. They lost two of the best pitchers in baseball, and they're still there. And then, and then once again, the Oakland A's. A's exactly, exactly right. The A's and Billy the A's. Bean, listen, yeah. if Billy Bean isn't the the GM of the of the century, I don't know who is. I'll tell you this. This guy just even, keeps putting together teams. What, what's the Marlins record? They're 15 playing, and 19. What? 15 and 19. Who expected that? Nobody expected well, it's, that. Again, these are all early. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. Tampa, is. this is the best week Tampa has in baseball for attendance. They have the Yankees tonight and tomorrow and, and the, the next Red day. Coming? And then the Mets. Oh, the Mets, yeah. So they might be able to actually yeah, fill their 10,000-seat yeah. allotment. Yeah. Did, uh, is it 10,000 or did they open it up? I think they I mean, opened it up completely. I th- um, after the 16th or the 18th. I yeah, I know it's coming. It's a, they open the, yeah. this, that stadium. They're going to open next week, I think. Full stadium, yeah. Next week, we will be back right after this. Last week we uh, recapped the NFL draft. There's no need to go into it. But before we get to the NBA, anybody at this table think Aaron Rodgers is a Green Bay Packer next year? No, I do not think so. Where I, does Aaron Rodgers play? I don't know where he's going to end up, but he, can't, I, I can't see him going back. He can't go back. I mean, when you start saying yeah. the things you're saying. I think Aaron Rodgers is a Denver Bronco. But what can the, the I I would agree with that, but what they, what do they have to give up? Right. A draft choice? The Broncos? They, they don't have no one number one draft choice until the draft. What are they gonna give up? I don't know. Some Coors light. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But I think I think Aaron Rodgers goes to the Broncos. But somebody is And I think to, the Broncos knew that the night of the draft because they didn't they, didn't they passed the on fields. Right. Let me explain this. I think story. the league knew it. The Bears moved up knowing that the Broncos weren't gonna take him. Unless somebody gives most of their team and all their draft choices for the next. Keep in mind, Rodgers is 37. Oh, yeah, I, I'm also keeping in mind that uh, what's his name is uh, 44. So yeah. I, I'm not thinking of it that way. I'm not thinking of it that Brady's way. He's 44. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know a lot of people were speculating that the Giants, with the move that they made, securing two first round picks, another second round pick. I cannot see. The, I can see the Giants giving those picks. And. Some picks, but they are not going to give Daniel Jones in that. I don't deal. think the Packers trade him to an NFC team. Probably not. But if the Giants were looking, if you know the speculations are home mm-hmm. to the Giants, you cannot give up 
a guy that you've invested that kind of time in who's three years into the league. Yeah. He's he's yeah. got a lot of potential yeah. for a thirty-seven year old quarterback. You're renting a two year a two year quarterback. And you're going to give up a guy. Uh, who but let me just ask you a question: If you win a Super Bowl, is it worth it's it? Worth it. Anytime you win a Super, you know how hard it is. And I agree with that also. I agree with that also. The, but the teams that need him, the teams that need him, that are on the thing, I don't think they have what, what it, the what numbers or the players. Or I think the Broncos whatever. could make yeah. a match if they yeah. wanted to. Maybe they put Von Miller in it or I something. But I don't know. I don't know. But I think the Broncos. Von Miller I, would be jumping up and down. You're bringing in now. You're bringing. Aaron Rodgers here, and you're sending me out the door. Bro. Yeah, no, no, and I agree with you, but that, he would have to be. And I don't trade. think Von Miller's Von Miller anymore. He's not. No, you're, I think they could be a, a trade could be made. They could always be made. They'll figure something. I mean, maybe out. Who, who, the Broncos draft. He Jason can't go Moore. back to Green Bay. I, it, that's nah, that's what, what are they say in divorce court. That's irreconcilable differences, right? There's no way you can. He'll never coexist with that. With that. With that. Um, let me ask it's you just this. The, uh, management structure does, does Green Bay stand yeah. still and let him sit out? Is that a they, They're better off. They let him sit out if they don't get what they want. I still think a trade can be made. if you, These superstars always find their way to the team they want to go to or get off of. I think Aaron Rodgers is a starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos next year. I mean, it very well could be that the, the Denver Broncos will give up multiple number one picks down I mean, the line. I mean, they went big defensively. Right? They, they picked up two linebackers. The catch-22 in that is those first-round picks aren't that great when you're if Aaron, right, right, Aaron Rodgers. Right, if Aaron Rodgers can take you deep into the playoffs, we, what do you care if you got to That's why they up? might want players. Right. I mean, the other thing I want to talk about, Tim Tebow goes to Jacksonville. Is, is Tebow on the roster yeah, week one? Absolutely. to give up? Other than Von Miller, yeah, yeah. I think so. Absolutely. Say that again. You know I'm a Tebow fan. I, I just think the Tebow guy's. I think oh. the guy's great for humanity. Forget sports. I think Tim Tebow is is great for humanity because he's a genuine person. He has his convictions. He doesn't force them on anybody. Like some people are overpowering and they, like this is what I believe in. You better. Believe. He's Tim, not that kind of is guy. Tim Tebow married yet? Yes. 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 Oh, yes. so he, he got has, laid last yes. year. He did. He got. He <laughs> yeah. finally got some. I think. I think that a lot of people didn't like him for who he was. And I, I, I'm him, not a big. And he set guy. the bar too high for a lot of people. I, I think he would have been this great guy in the league who had done all this charity work and been wonderful. Really, I think. Maybe listen. I was reading today. Sorry, I got to go on a little rant about Tim Tebow. <laughs> I was reading about it today. First, it's he's uh, his arm, right? He has bad throwing mechanics, and that's why he's off target. I was like, okay, sure. I've heard that excuse about Grant Dixon probably should have been the quarterback for Marist College. He was the best quarterback we had at the time, but they didn't like the way he threw it, so he played linebacker, and he's in Ohio now. He's doing great. But Tim Tebow, then it was he's an unconventional quarterback, but who was – I mean, you look at the next – the two years later, we're drafting unconventional quarterbacks, and the game changed. If Tebow stuck around, what could have been Tim Tebow as a quarterback in the league? I don't know if he would have been the greatest or all stuff, but I think it would have been a lot different. Tebow's a fantastic athlete. I'm not yeah. a big fan of his. I think bringing him in there, it's Urban Meyer. You know, I know this guy. They live next yeah. to each other. He coached them for years. I <laughs> think it's a big distraction and nothing more than that. And he's not even on the roster. You want an opinion? Time. I think he goes up to the last deadline and becomes an assistant coach with the Jackson. And then that's a and, and and then he's still on with now the team. And, and that's what he's and he's there's the guy you want your and, and he's from Jacksonville. Right. I mean, there's a lot to be. Mm-hmm. This whole deal it's has taken tickets. all the noise off of uh, 
Trevor Lawrence. Right. They can yeah. all the I, noise it, off of himself at the moment. Right. At the Let's, moment. I, at the moment. I, I, I don't think it's the right Meyer, thing. Yeah. Meyer's got a, a plan, but I don't know if it's going to work in you the NFL. Think, you don't you think know? Tim Tebow can play tight end in the NFL? You're saying that because he's in good shape. I, I think he could do it. I think he'd catch the ball. But Absolutely. I, but I'd rather have LeBron James. I'd love to have LeBron James, but I don't think he's leaving basketball. But do you think the, the, his blocking technique in that will stand I don't, up? I think Tebow. They might have to make a special package for him. Absolutely. I don't I, think they did that, that with the yeah. Jets. Yeah. I, I think the intangibles that yeah. he brings to the oh, yeah. locker room and his presence on the sideline, he's he's Lindor on the sideline. He's that kind of player. He's, he's never going to put – A lot of guys like that. I there's think not a lot of guys Dick that said, have his exposure. What Dick said, I, I could agree with. This is to sell, to get a little juice. The whole front office wasn't thrilled with this move. Look at some of the things Meyer has done. I'm hiring the strength coach to who was, and that, had, and that was a bad week for Jacksonville. And but I don't think they were really impressed with him drafting NTN either with the second pick. Right. I, I think that somebody else might have won going along the way. But I will say this. I think initially, the NFL did Tim Tebow a disservice. In, in my, in my why opinion. did they do the NFL? Why did the NFL do him? I a don't disservice? think he got. Listen, he didn't get an opportunity. No, he did a decent he, job for for, for Pittsburgh. I'm for Denver, but then okay, he did a decent job. They brought Manning in on top of him. All right, they brought Manning in on top of him. Then he gets and he goes to the Jets, where they want to do a wildcat offense because they don't think he's a quarterback. They don't think he's a quarterback, so we make an offense for someone who's not a quarterback. And the defense knows he's going to run the ball. And he, what was he, a blocker on the punk team with the right. Jets? And, the, and then he goes and tries out at the Patriots. Yeah. Belichick was saying when he was in college he would never be a professional quarterback. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a tough, I think it's tough for me to say, yeah. I just, you know. I, I now, sure you've listened and guys maybe considered yeah. going to running back. Yeah. He's a winner in everything time. he yeah. does. Yeah. He's an absolute He could have been a hell of an H-back, I think, too. Yeah. I think he's a tremendous athlete. I think this is a waste, but. I could be wrong. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, yeah. just imagine if you're a tight end there. You're 21 years old. You've been playing tight end your whole life. You're there to try to make the team, and they bring in a 34-year-old guy who's never played the position in his life, I don't hasn't think played football since point. 2012, and you're bringing him in. I don't think the tight ends at Jacksonville are worried about him. Well, but yeah, still. But personally. It's, then if they're not yeah. worried about him, then yeah. why bring him in? Well, you have 53 that's, an, that's, and... a, that's an Urban Meyer thing. That this is an urban mind thing. I don't think that guy in Jacksonville are worried about him one damn day, to be honest with you. Of course. Dan, you know, you've been around teams. We, we could, there's guys you want in your locker room, yeah. in your dugout, and there's guys you don't. That's Myers the guy. going to put the best 11 on the field. Right. Absolutely. You know? But I want that guy. If I'm going, if I'm going into the trenches, right. I'm bringing that guy with me. I agree. I Just agree. not a big fan. Uh, we'll get to the NFL. We'll see what happens. You guys on your side could all be right. I could be dead wrong. I just don't, I don't see it. You're going to ask that question? Uh, okay. I will <laughs> ask. It's a question I, I heard the other day, and we'll go back 25 years. Back to the future. If you could redraft everybody who played in the last 25 years, you have the number one pick offensively. Are you still taking Tom Brady number one? Let me put it to you that way. Oh, I know I, Brady, I and I said this before, the most accomplished quarterback of all time, the best offensive accomplished quarterback, any adjective, the GOAT. Is Brady your number one pick? Or you see the way the game is now going forward. Would you 
take a guy like Patrick Mahomes, number one, or would you go? Would you still maintain Tom Brady? Well, you know, I'd be, if if all things are equal and going forward, if I come back and I everything's going to be the same and he's going to be the same player and he's going to be able to do the same things, I'm taking Tom Brady because I just want to win. I guess At the, the end question of the day, I want to, to come up with an argument against Tom Brady because it's very hard. Take- but here would be my argument against Tom Brady. You have a minute 50 to go in the game. You're down by five. And you're picking a quarterback to lead you on that drive. Forget who your receivers are. I'm not saying a team. Who's the quarterback you're taking on that drive? Is it Brady? No, and I told you that. I'd, I'd want Montana or Manning or Elway. But I'm not thinking about one game. No, but uh, yeah, I guess it's- I'm thinking about – if you're going to give me this guy and I'm going to get the same results that he got over the last 20 years, I have to take it first. And I'm going to present it a different way. If same Mahomes, results, yeah. Brady, and Manning are in the same draft, who are you taking first? In today's NFL? I'm taking no. Patrick Mahomes. And they're in the same draft and I don't know anything about them the other than draft. what they've done in college. Yeah, yeah. You're in the same draft. They're all in the same draft. I'm either taking Mahomes or Manning. Right. I'm not taking Tom right, Brady. Right, right. Exactly. As much as I yeah. did, That's I, was, I, mean. I loved That's Tom I mean. Brady in college. Yeah. I thought sixth round was way too far for him to drop. Yeah. I thought he was probably like a third or fourth rounder. Yeah. I didn't know, but I'm honestly, yeah, I was, I, you know, because I like Michigan and I watched him play, and I thought he, he every time Drew he, Henson was the better quarterback on that team, and he, and every time he had to come in and bail him out, and he kept beating yeah. out. Yeah, you know, he was just he was a gamer. At, he was a gamer there. He was a gamer beforehand. I mean, you go to this, the combine, he didn't look like anything. Well, the thing, I mean, you got to remember, Henson was like a three-sport guy. I mean, he was a first-round yeah, draft pick. He was a very good basketball player. Right. So they were trying to put the best athlete on the on damn field. field at that position. And and Brady kept showing him up every time. Yeah, but but the thing of it is, Manning was doing was progressing at that rate. You know, he was this, that, the other thing. In in the same draft, knowing then what I know now, I would take would have taken. No, if they were in the same draft, I'd have taken Brady first myself. Okay. myself I would have gotten Mahomes at that time. So, yeah. if not knowing anything other than what they did in college, mm-hmm. and I'm a Brady guy, I would have took Peyton Manning mm-hmm. because I think Peyton Manning is at that point was better than Mahomes, and Mahomes had the better up, probably had the better athletic upside, right. and Brady was Tom Brady. Right. He was very good. Right. I take Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. If I knew what I know now about them as professionals, I take Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that I'm thinking about it, though, from between just knowing if Brady's out of the question, Peyton and Mahomes, I'm going to go with Mahomes. Because I think he's got well, the durability. The lead, but, but, but forget you can't go wrong with either. No, guy. I agree. I think everyone's, everyone's Listen, right Mahomes, here. first of all, is the only person we're talking about whose body of work is not nearly completed. Right. 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 We're also talking about a different NFL. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, no. they didn't have a spot for those guys yeah. back then. No, because we had Randall We wanted Cunningham. a quarterback. Then we had Cunningham was a hybrid. Right. And then you got to Vic. We wanted a quarterback that was going to take four steps back, throw a ball perfectly like Joe Montana, and hit a receiver. On third and 12, Mahomes could beat you in three different ways. Absolutely. Whereas Montana couldn't. Right. Uh, let me ask you this. In 10 years, are we talking about Trevor Lawrence in the same sentence? No Brady? idea. Hopefully it's Zach Wilson we're talking about. Uh. Trevor Lawrence. All right, there's another one. In now, 10 years, are we talking about Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence, right. or Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson. Yeah. Or Justin Fields. Or Justin Fields. Or Mac Jones. Because <laughs> yeah. we have five first right. rounds. We do. We do. We'll see. Right? 
will do. That's yeah. that's that's the hard. That's the question. Does does Trevor Lawrence become Peyton Manning? Yeah. I, I mean, and he's much more mobile. Or does he become Ryan Leaf? And look at what's his name from Florida got drafted into a great situation. Absolutely. He, I mean, I think you've got well, nine quarterbacks taken in the yeah. first three rounds, right? Yeah. yeah. It's the amount of, I mean, the talent out there at the college level. It, Talk about college level. I see Arch Manning, Cooper's son, uh, has a bunch of visits scheduled. What is he, a junior? Arch will be, I think he'll be a senior this coming season. Okay. He's a junior he's now. There. Yeah, yeah, he'll be a senior in the fall. One of the schools he's looking at, he's went to visit this week, is Tennessee. Alabama. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you know, well, reportedly the, the, the Manning hierarchy has told him. If you go to Alabama. If you go to Alabama, change your last name. <laughs> Basically, it's down to Mississippi, Ole Miss, Ole Miss, and Tennessee. I mean, no. Notre Dame. And you know where he'll end up? Notre Dame. I do, I do, Alabama I do. with Nick Saban. I think why he, wouldn't you? I think he ends up at Notre Dame. Clemson. Notre Dame. No, Notre Dame wouldn't be a bad fit. He, you know what? Why wouldn't you go to Alabama? Why would you I'm, not go to Dick, Alabama? I know nothing. I'm just speculating. I, I, I agree. Nick, if Nick Saban's going to be there, I'm going yeah. to Alabama. Why not? Eight four five three one three zero five six one. When we get back, let's go to the NBA. Before we get to the NBA, I want to thank Napoli's Pizzeria, located at twenty nine twenty Route Six, Slate Hill, New York. They brought us over pizza, wings, garlic knots. They are the best. If you're going to pick up anything or go out to eat, they have a beautiful dining room. Go to Napoli's Pizzeria right here on Route Six, twenty nine twenty Route Six. Their phone number is 845-355-6161. The best pizza in the county. One bite, everybody knows the rules there. Yes. Dick, um, New York Knicks are just unbelievable what they've done this year. And if the season ended today, it's a successful oh, year. Happy. This yeah. is a team projected to win 20 games. They had probably one player on their roster you heard of, and Julius Randle. Uh, and R.J. Barrett, we talk about it every week. He seems to improve every game. Randle... I think had one of his best games of the year on an off shooting night when they had their biggest victory in probably 10 years yeah. uh, Sunday by beating the Clippers. Yeah. Randall, uh, you know, only 14 points, but I think he had 16 rebounds and hit some really big, big hit MVP type big, shots. Yeah, shots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Derek Rose has just been uh, Derek Rose has tremendous been, doing what he's doing. I didn't think he was good. I thought he'd be a steadying influence, but I wouldn't think couldn't I didn't, have asked think, for anything I didn't think he would be contributing as much as he is. You know, when they have this uh, Fugazi Award in the NBA, Comeback Player of the yeah. Year or Most Improved Player in the Year, if I said to you Nerlens Noel, Alec Burks, Reggie Bullock, Taj Gibson would all be in the conversation. Right. Yeah. And then you have Julius Randle in an MVP conversation and Thibodeau in a coach of the year and quickly as a six man or rookie of the year yeah. conversation. Yeah. yeah, They've been unbelievable. Every button this guy has pressed has, has worked. I would have liked to have seen Nicolita play a little bit better and their first round pick Obi Toppin play a little bit yeah. better. Toppin to me he's still getting, looks like he's, he's learning. He's getting better. He's getting it better. looks like he's yeah. learning. Yeah. I mean, and that's the big problem with the NBA. Yeah. When you when you start to get a little bit better, yeah. the rotation starts to narrow down. Yeah. Like it's hard to take minutes away from these guys that are contributing yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, no, uh, Tobin Tobin was do was able to do that high flying act in college. He had a very good that, point guard. Yeah, and that and that kind of disappears a little in the pros until you get a little more experience. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, you know, I think he's going to be fine. It's, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't have. He, he certainly hasn't showed me anything with his jump shot. Every point can't come on dunks. They compare his game to Stoudemire, who had an eight to twelve foot jump shot. Right. Toppin hasn't displayed that at all. 
He runs around the perimeter. He's setting screens. It looks like it's his first day, and he's just trying to fit in every time he takes the court. I would have liked to have seen Kevin Knox get a little bit better. Yeah. He didn't improve. But no. that's really yeah. – there's your knock. Yeah. That's really right. all see, you can knock. He didn't get better. Right? See, Toppin can improve. If he's committed to his jump shot, he'll improve that jump shot. Uh, I just think you, you got to take a 1,000 a day or whatever it is or however they go about right. he's their gonna business. He's going to have to put the work in the office. Yeah, it, he's going to have to do that and to complete his game. And I think he'll be, he'll be able to take – I think if he can improve his jump shot, he'll be able to do the things – he did by getting to the rim. And I think that's what he is. He's, he needs to be able to get to the rim. And so far, he's not been able to do that. The Knicks are 38-30. and 30. They at the Lakers tonight, minus LeBron James. Then they're home to close out the season against the Spurs, the Hornets, and the Celtics. You're talking about a team that was supposed to win 21 games that could win 42 or 40-plus. 40 they could secure the four seed. It's a tough matchup against Atlanta. But if I told you the Knicks were going to be in the play-in tournament, you would have laughed. Right. It's incredible what this team has done. And, again, the Nets with Durant, Harden, and Kyrie, the back page is all about the Knicks. Yeah. Always. If the Knicks are yeah. good, yeah. then the Nets, the Nets are, the, are the afterthought. The Knicks also made an under-the-radar move this uh, week which I asked Jeff Glotzer about, yeah. and you know how he is with yeah, the European yeah. players. The Knicks signed Luca Vildoza. He's a 25-year-old Argentinian point guard to a four-year, $13 million deal, which is only guaranteed for one year, I think. <clears throat> Jeff says this kid is a real good player. Real good player. By the way, he's eligible to play on the playoff in the playoffs. Really? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's so. Great. Oh, yeah, because – well. If you sign him before, yeah. He's eligible. I'm going with the idea that the, the Nick Brass, for the first time in a long time, has, has an idea about what they're doing or how to build a team, how yeah. to build a team. And if this kid isn't wasn't a part of that, I don't think he'd give him that kind of a contract. Seven NBA teams yeah. were after this okay. guy. Well, he chose tells, the Knicks. That tells you something. He chose the Knicks. Um, Philly in the East, 47-21. and 21. It looks like they're going to be the one seed in the East. The Jazz, uh, you know, it, the Suns have made it interesting. The Jazz are 50 and 19. The Phoenix Suns are 48 and 20. But it looks like those are going to be your one seeds. The, one seed. the Lakers could be in the play-in. Yeah, and that's why LeBron's crying. Lakers could be in the play-in. I think if they lose to the Knicks tonight, they're they're in the play-in. I think. Let me ask you, how's the play-in work? It's what is it? One game? I think it's six plays ten. No. Six plays ten. No, but is, it, plays is 10. it a one-game yeah. series? I think no, it's, it's still a three game actually. It's a best of three. Yeah, best. Of, yeah. So it's two out of three. It's two out of three series. Yeah. What do you think can happen? Well, no. Seven, seven plays ten, eight plays nine, and then they play each other. They play each other, and the winner of that game becomes the eighth seed in, okay. the, in the West. So you're telling yeah. me the one seed has to wait two weeks after the season to play their first game? No, I don't. No, think this is going. No, on. no. I, I thought this, this happens right away. I thought. I thought seven plays ten, eight plays nine, and two of them get in. But hold on, hold on. I'm confused. The playoffs can't start until the play-in games are over. Right, and I thought the top six are in, and then the bottom four are in the play-in. Seven plays ten, eight plays nine, one game. Look up to see if it's a two out of three game series. I think it's one game, and the two winners get in. Well, that's what I'm asking because otherwise no. you're asking the otherwise you're asking it's a, it's a, no, it's a playoff series. But so you so the one seed could have to wait 
these first six teams can have to wait two weeks or nine ten days. Ten. No, they're, they're going to play like back-to-back nights. So nine plays ten. Here you go. The okay. loser of that game is okay. eliminated from contention and will be in the lottery. Yeah. The loser of, of the seven-eight game then plays the winner of the nine-ten game for number eight and final seed in the playoffs. Yeah. How many game series is it? Gotcha. Is so that it? would be – oh, no, it's, I think it's just – it's just one game. Okay. That, that game. makes more sense. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's, it's oh, one so, game. No, so it, this is what happens. is like it's one, so The number you, seven seed plays the number eight. Winner of that the game. winner of that game is, is the number seven seed in the playoffs. Okay. The nine plays the ten. The loser of that game is out, and they be, go into the lottery. Then the winner of the nine, nine ten, ten, ten plays the loser of the, of the seven eight. Okay. The winner of that game Becomes the eighth seed. Okay, so it's a little bit of a tournament. It was a playoff series. It's a play-in tournament. So, so it's technically one game, Mm -hmm. one single elimination. Mm -hmm. If you win your first game, you're you know that it's like little league. You advance to yeah. You're kind of okay. So so, okay. So the Lakers are thirty-eight and thirty. The Warriors are. Let me give you the the play-in perspective here for the. We'll go east. Celtics, Hornets, Pacers, Wizards. Yeah. Out west. Lakers, Warriors, Grizzlies, Spurs. Those are your play-in teams if the season ends today. Now, here's your seeding in the East if the season ends today. Philly is number one. Brooklyn, two. Milwaukee, three. The Knicks, four. Atlanta, five. The Heat, six. Out West, Jazz, one. Suns, Clippers, Nuggets, Mavericks, Blazers are your first six in. Right. I, I kind of like that now looking at it. I didn't really look at it. That extensively, I thought it was a one game each. But I like the fact that if you're seven or eight and you're sitting on the cusp and you're the ones really getting bumped, the winner's automatically in, and then the loser of that game gets a second chance to get in. So if you're the nine or ten, you've got to win two games to get in. I I think it makes it interesting. Now, let's talk about the offseason here for a second. Dick, let me give you – let's say uh, the Knicks need a point guard. Let me give you some guys that are out there. Lonzo Ball is unrestricted free agent. Kyle Lowry is an unrestricted free agent. Chris Paul, the same. Then you have Russell Westbrook, who has one year left at $47 million, but it's one year. And then there's other guys that the Knicks may have interest in, like a Jalen Brunson, who has played well when he's played this year with Dallas. Um, which one of those guys would fit best? And the contract-wise. The Knicks have plenty of money. I would have to say, but it can't be Westbrook at forty-seven million. Well, it's, it's one, year, one year. One year. I, I, listen, I, I don't disagree with you, yeah. but it is only one year. I, I, I kind of like Ball. I think, I think, I think Lowry's going to cost too much, and I think at this point in his career, uh, let me tell you, Alonzo Ball is going to cost you just as much. I know he's going to cost you, but he's young enough that you could spread it out. He may give you, he, you know, you may be able to. He, he's not going to want a max contract. He won't be eligible for the max contract. He'll get as much as he can, but he's not going to get that. The Knicks may want to look – maybe they look at Chris Paul. Paul's made plenty of money. I'm not saying he's going to give them a discount by any means, but if you could get Chris Paul maybe two years 45. That would be a steal. How old is Chris Paul? It doesn't matter. He's 36, probably 35. But I'll tell you, he has made Phoenix the number two seed. Oh, no, Chris Paul. Listen, Chris Paul Hall of Famer? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. you have an opportunity to sign a Hall of Famer if he gives you a two. If he's willing to take a two-year deal, even at that price, it's it's well you have the money. On this list of Ball, Lowry, Paul, Westbrook, Westbrook to me is still fourth option. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm going to agree with you. If I could get Chris Paul on a two-year deal, yeah. no matter what it costs me, 45, even 50, if I get yeah. 25, fine. I think long-term, if I could lock Lonzo Ball down on a four- or five-year deal and bring it in somewhere around 80, if he would 80 to 100, then I would do that. I, I don't disagree. The, your top four, I think, is correct. But don't you think Russ is killing to come to New York, go to the Knicks, and stick it to KD? And win the championship on the Knicks. Right. That could be a deciding factor. Yeah, but he, he I think for him, I think for I don't, him, I don't, he see, doesn't make them better. I agree. I, he, I, I agree. I know. I, I'm, I'm saying something. I'm playing that. Do I like to watch him play? Hell yeah, because he plays harder than anybody in the NBA. Every night, every night he plays harder than any player in the NBA. Every single night, he gives you his he best. Other but do I want? He does. He doesn't. He doesn't have that I, winning. He doesn't have that winning. I, he doesn't I, have that winning. I agree with Dick. I think Westbrook doesn't move the needle no. like Paul or Lowry or any or any of those. Or yeah. any of them. And you think yeah. Lonzo's going to cost a lot of money, huh? Yes. Do you? Yeah. How much? Yeah. How much money? Well, what Tommy said. I mean, Lonzo could get a max deal. It's incredible what these guys are getting paid. But with the with the Luca Valdez signing, Valdez signing. He's a he's a, a point as well. Yeah. Right. We got to see what happens. So. Got to see what he is. With that taken into into account, then Chris Paul probably becomes the better fit, mm-hmm. just because Chris Paul can slide over and play the two. And you know what? You know what else? Yeah, but we don't need him to play the two. No, just to keep him on the floor, though. Well, you, you know, now you got this kid. You also have. You're probably going to resign Derrick Rose if he wants to come back for another year. Yeah. On a one year, I. I don't know how you can not. No, he, I, agree. I agree. Lonzo Ball is going to cost you years. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. You're Where Chris Paul, you might too. give a high average salary, yeah. but it's only two years. I agree. Uh, Jalen Brunson also could be a very good player on this team. Now, let's say they don't go point guard route. Kawhi Leonard's a free agent. I don't know if the Knicks have done enough or if Kawhi would ever consider doing it. But the first star, superstar, that comes here and wins the title is God. Right. Is God. And now, Kawhi Leonard moves the needle. Oh, absolutely. Moves the needle. He moves yeah. the needle on every team that he goes to. I'd love yeah. to see him play, but I'm, I'm a little dis- disgusted with what the hell he does. You know, his time. It's well, like well, he, That's the new NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that, that's not the new NBA for LeBron. It's not the new NBA for Russell now, Westbrook. Now, is it? It's not. It's not it, do you think it's all Kawhi? Or do you oh, think, I believe it's all Kawhi. Or do you think it's management going, listen. No, I believe it's all Kawhi. Take some nights off. It was discussed, but when he signed the contract. We want you healthy. We we need you for the playoff run. When you get into the playoffs, you make a team happen. Now, let me ask you this. Does all this stunt quickly? What? Does all this stunt quickly? Bringing in another point guard. Oh, Emmanuel quickly. No. No. Quickly, to me, is a sixth man in the NBA this year, next year. Quickly, to me, reminds me of Lou Williams. Okay. Jamal Crawford. Right. Right. That, and that's what I'm saying. That's why, that. that's why I think it's hard to bring in someone that's going to be more than two years. Right. I agree. As much as I think Ball is a good fit on that team, I think I think he's a he's a piece of both. He may not move the needle this next year, but over five he does. We'll see. But with the signing of Veldoza. If I had my choice of Ball five years, 120, or Chris Paul, 250. I'm going Paul, 250. Yeah, I go, I, I so do I. Paul now, here's something else that the But Knicks, if I don't have that Paul on the table, then. Here's something else that the Knicks could could consider. Would you make them, would you ever do something like this? You know, the Knicks have two first round picks. Yeah. The Pistons are terrible. They could have the first pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. Let's assume the Pistons have the fir- one of the first four yeah, picks in the lottery. Yeah. In the lottery. The Pistons are not a player away. 
if the Pistons took the Knicks first round pick, the Mavs first round pick, which is owned by the Knicks, right. and the Knicks put OB Toppin in the in that. So you're giving up a player and two draft picks. For a top four? For for an opportunity to draft Jalen Suggs. Oof. I do it if I'm the Knicks. Oof. I mean, I think they have I mean, the other one or Cunningham. That that sounds good. I, that sounds. I'd have to think on that. But I think Detroit might have I think interest that's in that because Detroit's getting three first round picks, yeah. Toppin and two more. Yeah, that. Uh, and you're not talking. You're talking about a team that needs eight players. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, the Knicks would have to. If the Knicks could pull that off, they'd have to take it. If Detroit was willing. Yeah, it's a fair I, trade. I, I think. I think the biggest wild card is that. The Knicks, what they do this offseason determines if Zion Williamson comes to New York when his contract's up. He wants to come, and if that team you know is right. how many times we've heard that, though, as fans? No, but he wants to. We're, I think we're at the you tipping point. You know how many times point. we've heard no? But no, he no, no. I, I think we're finally at the tipping point where people want to come to New York. You know, I have a, the thing of it is I don't think we get better quickly with draft choices anymore. I think we get better with trades, bringing people in as opposed to uh, and unless it's mm-hmm. the number uh, one pick, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, or we're bringing in right. uh, Patrick Ewing, yeah, yeah, Patrick Ewing at the top of the draft, we're bringing right? something like that. I don't think. I think if we if you get some quality for your draft choices, I think you're a whole lot better off because you already got an NBA player, a good NBA player. You don't know what the hell these you kids know, are going. You to know play. what's very attractive to Zion yeah. in New York right now. R.J. Barrett. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's familiarity, yeah. Yeah. And, and and it's the rest of it. I, I think he he loves what's going on here. He 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 wants out. He, he he he. I don't think he's the kind of guy that can spend his career in New Orleans. Right. Uh, Dick. Uh, are the the Nets and the a team like the Nets who haven't had um, Harden, Irving, and Durant on the floor together? A team like the Lakers were. James and Davis haven't played a lot together. Could they just turn it on? Well, I think the Lakers have a better chance of doing it. I do too. I think the Lakers have a better chance of doing it because they've been together for a year or almost two years now, almost two years. And uh, I think they have a better chance because I think they have better players personally. I think them two are maybe the two of the best players in the NBA, Davis and and LeBron. I also, you know, I have no faith in Kyrie Irving. And I think – when ball possession starts to become a little more important in playoffs, I, you, you, the Nets are going to have to outscore everybody to beat them. Yeah. You know? and, and if they can do that every night, they're going to be very tough to beat. So, But I think putting all the things back together as quickly as they are, I think this the Lakers are in a, in a better position to do that because of LeBron and Nets, Davis. You, you think the Nets are going to have a problem in the playoffs? I do. I do. Philly better than them right now? Uh, or Milwaukee? Who comes out of the East? Well, I think if if the three of them are healthy, then the Nets yeah. come out. Yeah, I, I don't I, think it's a well, question. Not healthy, but they're going to be playing together yeah. for the first time. Yeah, I think I think if if Embiid stays healthy, Philly comes out. Philly. Okay. Yeah. What about the West? You know the the top teams aren't as playing as well as they. Maybe the Suns are, but I don't think the Suns are deep enough. But. Um, where I thought Utah was, Utah's kind of leveling off a little bit. I don't know. I, I think the Lakers are going to have a tough time coming out. I think the I, Lakers are going to have a tough time coming out. I'm not sure who comes out of it, but if I was a betting man, just off the side of my head, 
I think maybe the Clippers can put it together a little bit and maybe come out. I think it's a Clippers Brooklyn final. Do you? Okay. All right. That's my guess. I can That's see my that. Thought. I can see that. I can see that. That's my thought. Then and Kyrie and and uh, Kawhi take off the same nights so yeah. they don't go get yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't see either of them taking off any playoff games. I think that's why they took off regular season games. I, I agree with you. I think it's wrong, but that's that. Yeah, that the is, NBA is becoming very interesting. You is, know, because uh, one, because of the Knicks, I think when oh, the Knicks the NBA, are good, the NBA yeah, is better. Absolutely. When the Knicks, Lakers, and well, unfortunately, the Celtics, Jalen Brown is done for the year. That that that's a that's a killer right there. Yeah. I, I think I think I don't think Stevens' job is in any jeopardy. I think Ooh, Danny Ainge could be. Uh, Someone's gonna have to take the fall. Yeah, I think the fact that there's not the, the fans aren't in the stands yeah. makes it a lot easier for these players to absolutely to take these nights off and for management to justify. Right, it. absolutely. That's and that's why we're that's, that's a good point. point. That's, that's why we're where we're at. But these things, these arenas are going to start opening up. Well, then they're going to see, and they're opening up rank time for the playoffs when everyone plays. Yeah, I think in the next couple of weeks, they're all going to open up. Yeah, I I believe I just saw the Knicks are the second most valuable sports franchise in America. Yeah. Well, and they, well, they own the Garden too. So it's the second. Yeah. yeah. You know who number one is? Uh, The New York Yankees has got to be right. Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. All right. Yeah. I was going to go Cowboys. Yeah, I thought the. I, I thought Yankees then, and then I thought Cowboys would be three. So Yankees are three. I don't know. There might be a one of those Manchester youth. Oh well, yeah. I don't you count said in this country. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't count them anymore. But I think the soccer teams are. They might be more, more, more than, than everybody. More the Cowboys. No, Cowboys were one. Oh, I don't know. We'll Google it. Okay. Folks, we will be back next week. Everybody, be safe, be healthy, and I hope you all had a great Mother's Day. <laughs>